WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! 10, Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Hey, we went hardcore sports. I hope everybody's happy. Roll Tide. We just went hardcore sports and recruiting. Mississippi recruiting with Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Uh, Don't do it anymore. Woo! Felt like I was locked in. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Our Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors caller line, 601-707-3750. Twitter handle, at Bowbounds. And your Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Also, we'll see what shakes out, Blake, for uh, Chris Jans and Chris Beard. Chris here and Chris. Over the next couple weeks as far as transfer portal. I mean... You got to say Chris Beard coming in is obviously kind of in that position that Jans is in or was in last year where you're pretty much starting from scratch. I mean, I know that he's, well, he's already the, kept. Um, he did a good job coming in and and, and, and he got Morrell yep. and he, he, he retained some players. And then, like you said, he'll fill in with uh, with transfers um, for Chris. I think Jans probably hindsight's 2020 and he did a, an amazing job. But, you know, there were, I'd say, two guys that they they let go in the portal that hindsight, especially the Kansas State kid, I can't remember, um, hindsight they would have they yeah. kept. So, But isn't the big win for Jans getting Josh Hubbard? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I think Hub is, uh, Hubbard's the number one player in the state. He plays guard. He's a shooter. I mean, correct. that's, obviously, Jans needs some shooters. And uh, he'll go get some veterans. He already had. Uh, a couple more coming in, but but Josh Hubbard is a, a kid that can fill it up from the parking lot, and he's strong. Um, you know, even though he's right at five eleven, I mean, look, I, I watched Ziegler at five six dominate people before he got hurt for Tennessee. So, um, if you can handle it and you can shoot it in the college game, and we saw that in the NCAA tournament. Then you can you can play, but yeah, Josh Hubbard, number one player out of MRA, made it official last week, signing on the on the dotted line, and he'll be there in June. You know, can you believe it? He'll be there June one, and Jans and the crew will be able to work him out, and you know, then they'll they'll be rolling. He was that's something I think. You know, Jans and George Brooks and that that crew really really needed as far as. Um, Landon Josh Hubbard, hell of a player. But he looks like he's 21 years old, well, so we'll see. He's not at your rival, right? That's that's part of the catch. Yeah, he was committed to Ole Miss. It's not like you stole him from Louisville or something like that. Right. Like it was someone that you would have – he would have probably beat you at some point over the next four years. And so you go, okay, well, that's the, a win. The kid can score. He'll only get better. And um, he can play. That is That's for sure. So we'll see what Jans and Beard do. In the transfer portal, and um, how heavy Kiffin and Arnett will be 
in the 15-day portal that started last Saturday. I, you've already seen him pick up a couple of players. I'm not going to break that down, but uh, sorry. But, you know, you, Power 5, within conference, you can't transfer. So, unless you want to sit out. So, you notice they're going the, you know, uh, the outside of the SEC or G5 route. Wyoming, the Correct. kicker from up the coast, so on. Um, this hour of the show is brought to you by Extra Mile Automotive in Pearl. Speaking of, I'll be right there in a couple hours at, down at M Braves Ballpark. Extra Mile Automotive, a Mississippi's top auto repair facility from minor services to major engine overhaul. We take all our vehicles there. A good friend of mine told me about it over two years ago. Quality, quality, quality. In Pearl, right down from the M Braves Ballpark. Extra mile automotive. Um, and again, uh, maintenance for, you know, foreign, domestic, Chevys to Audis, brakes, belts, hoses, powered by extra mile automotive in Pearl. And they're fully capable of major engine repair, which we had to do that too. So they do a great job. Extra mile automotive in Pearl. Dave Bartu, I think, will join us. The college football, but now kind of sports gambling analytics nerd. And he he and Nick Fulton with USA Pawn just had dinner outside of Portland uh, a few days ago. And we'll get a report on that. But then we want to get into, there's a buzz around, uh, you know, Mississippi State fans getting way ahead of themselves. <laughs> you know, when you look at your schedule, and I'm looking at it right now, hey, you do have eight home games, and the four non-cons at home and Kentucky at home is great. And you got to get five wins there. Oh. So the four non-conference games, including Arizona at home, and you don't have to go out to Arizona and play them at 10 o'clock at night, and the game go to 1.30 in the morning, and that kind of... That was ridiculous. I understand why Arizona did it. And Arizona comes to your place, and it'll probably be about 110 degrees. Full-blown humidity, the whole thing. Uh, So they'll get a taste of what we all have to endure as Mississippi State and Ole Miss fans, and that is 110-degree game days uh, in September, which as I get older are not awesome. Less and less attractive. Yeah, I mean, I I just, you know, you're sweating through your golf shirt and through your shorts and boxers and everything else. But everybody's so excited that you still go out and and try to tailgate. The bottom line, though, is Arizona has to come to start by September 9th. So you've got eight home games, but two of them are LSU and Bama. Oh. You know, your percentage to beat them is less than 10. Um. And your away games is really where you make your hay. And Mike Leach did that last year. When you host Bama, I'm not Bama. On the years where you host Auburn, Arkansas, and Texas A&M, that's when you make hay. Go back and look at it. 2014, last year. Now, every now and then, it there's an outlier year. But it's the years where you host Auburn, Arkansas, and A&M. Now, I think that's all going to get broken up next year. Because we're going to have a new, you, your team, your Mississippi State Bulldogs, your Ole Miss Rebels are going to have a new scheduling format next year. The one that you've gotten used to since 1992 and then 
uh, when we expanded again with A&M in Missouri in 11 or 12, that will go out the door. And you'll start playing all the teams more, which is a good thing. Hopefully the dogs and the revs will break up the whole Alabama LSU thing on a yearly basis. But people talking about eight, nine, ten wins, and especially talking about eight wins casually, that's uh that's dangerous. And and Bartu's gonna weigh in. That's that's boy, I think that's dangerous territory. You got a first year head coach. <laughs> First-year defensive coordinator and a first-year offensive coordinator in Power 5. Doesn't mean that they're not good coaches or that this thing can't work. But, you you know, you're not going to be favored in the, 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 the first three-game stretch of SEC games for Arnett. LSU at home. At South Carolina, is that a winnable game? Yes. Yes. But they out-recruit you by about six to seven spots. And it will be in Columbia with 80,000 people going crazy. And then you host Bama. And sure, the South Carolina game could be one to four points. I understand that as far as the line. But you're not going to be favored against LSU South Carol- at South Carolina or Bama at home. In reality, you can't lose any home games other than Alabama LSU, which means you have to beat Kentucky and Ole Miss. Yeah, and that's not a given. <laughs> no. I mean, now you've... you've, you've You've taken care of Kentucky at home for a long, long time. The the Ole Miss State thing is who knows because they've been winning on each other's field lately in each other's state, you know, on the road. Dave Bartu, if he gets up straight out of Portland, Oregon, to tell you what he thinks about State just winning eight games, much less nine or ten. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Uh, Mudbugs opens today. My son wanted to go last night. And I was like, dude, they're not open. Um, But they are open today. Open for the biz. Slinging some crawfish and cold beer. I picked up some shrimp there like a week and a half ago. It was phenomenal. And uh, it's a wonderful place. Two locations in Rankin County. 
Blake went a couple of weeks ago. I remember you telling me that. That's right. Mud bugs. There's one. So that one's close to Havana Smoke Shop. And it's in the reservoir area. Old Fannin Road. And then you got the one downtown, Brandon. West Government Street. 042-047. Brought to you by Mud Bugs, the best crawfish in the state of Mississippi. Among other things on the menu. Mud Bugs, college baseball. I guess whatever else you're into this time of year. NBA playoff. Oh, Devin Booker from Mississippi had a monster. Moss Point had an amazing night last night for the Suns. Y'all know if you've listened to the show, I love Charles Barkley, Dan uh, Dan Marley, and uh, the Magic Man. And, oh gosh, Kevin Johnson was the point guard. Michael Jordan beat them in 1993. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Um, but yeah, I love the Suns. I went out to their arena in 90... I don't remember. Anyway, I was 97, a- 98, and then we went up to the Sedona and Flagstaff to the Grand Canyon and all that. But uh, we went to a hell of a XFL football game in the whatever Phoenix's arena was called then where the Suns played. And there was a Mississippi State and Ole Miss kid on those teams. It was one of the best games I've been to. It was like 63-56. <laughs> Crazy. That was the first time I'd... Oh, arena football. Arena football. That's what it was. I, I'd never been to an arena football game, and they were selling beer. It was cool. Back then, you know, you didn't get beer here. Um, I guess you did at the Dome. New Orleans has never cared. They 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 thumbed their nose at the typical kind of Sunbelt mentality for years. But uh, I don't know how I tied all that in. But thank you, Devin Booker with the Suns and Mudbugs. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. They're open Wednesday through... Sunday, Wednesday through Sunday. And we'll have Dave Bartu coming on next. He's going to go through the schedule. And I can't wait uh, to talk about Mississippi State schedule. We'll eventually hit Ole Miss and so on. Um, neither one of them have any gifts, so to speak. Ole Miss had the scheduling gift last year of those first seven games. Uh, but not, and their first three are, are good. Uh, is that Mercer? Yeah. And at Tulane and Georgia Tech at home with the new coach. They promoted from within, by the way. Um, they fired Jeff Collins and then their interim coach won a few games. And so they, they went with, in fact, they had the Tulane coach. Oh. And who's an, who's a phenomenal coach. Um, Willie Fritz and, I think like former players or something got, you know, it just disaster. Whenever you hear former players making a, trying to make a move on an AD, that's when you need to, you know, run for the hills. And um, Georgia Tech at home, but then they go on the three-game stretch. Ole Miss Conference at Bama. They play Bama and LSU back-to-back. Because you know how much they'll get up for Bama. I mean, good. Kiffin is dying to beat Bama. And he did the whole popcorn thing two years ago. They got down 35 to nothing. It didn't work out. Last year, that was their game of the year. But they never could find... They, they put so much into that game that they didn't play well the rest of the year. You know, it was just... They only lost by like six points or something. 
um, or maybe less. Maybe it was four. I don't remember. But it was a hell of a football game, and Lane got them up, and and they went all in. I call it their – it's become their alumni game. You, you know what happened at, <laughs> under Freeze when he went back-to-back 14 and 15. The problem is they let Bama beat them another three times. But they play at Bama and then LSU at home. And then Arkansas at home. Now, that's very winnable. But But the problem is, is what you've done the two weeks prior. See, Oklahoma doesn't go through that in the Big 12. Clemson doesn't go through that in the ACC. Texas Longhorns don't go through that in the Big 12. That's why I roll my eyes at Kirk Herb Street on game day. They They should have been focused on this type stuff for years, but they don't. Now, Oklahoma and Texas will come into our league next year in 2024, and they're going to get them some of that. At some point, they're going to draw Georgia and then LSU, and then they'll come back with what we consider a mid-tier team like MSU, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and they'll get their brains beat out because Mm -hmm. they'll have just played two nasty physical games against two top five recruiters. Our guys, our teams have done it. It's why I say this. We have two of the toughest you can, you can eye roll all you want. It doesn't matter to me. I can't see you. Um, we have two of the toughest programs in the country. It is brutal. And it it, it is by far the nastiest schedule in, in I think, North American sports, SEC oh. West football. It's why the irony of Texas and Oklahoma coming in is as good a brand as Texas might be and as successful as Oklahoma has been the last 20 years. I've always said this, and we, you've said this on the show. We've, we've argued it for, for, I guess, three years now that they've announced this thing. If you're State and Ole Miss, you're not afraid of Texas and Oklahoma. No. Those are actually, as crazy as this is, because they technically out-recruit you, those are good schedule helpers. They are more winnable games than the current slot of, of SEC West games that you play. Having Oklahoma sprinkled in instead of an Alabama, having Texas instead of an LSU, you'll take that trade nine out of ten years. Well, that and just because Oklahoma is the number 10 recruiter or number 11, the gap between being number one in Georgia and Bama at 1A, or you can even flip-flop them, Mm -hmm. and number 10 is huge. So you are exactly right. Ole Miss recruits around 20, 21, stayed around 25, 26. They will beat Oklahoma if you take 20 years. They'll beat Oklahoma several times. Now, it's going to be a root because Oklahoma looks at Mississippi State and Ole Miss. As gutters. Gutter, right, yeah, because they, they, they've always been in a conference where they were the number two recruiter. Or number one. And, well, Actually, Barry, if we had recruiting rankings, let me take that back. Let me walk that back. If we had recruiting rankings from 1974 to 1988, Barry Switzer would have been the number one recruiter at that time in his conference. But the point is today... Um, Oklahoma and Texas are going to be in a rude awakening because they have never, ever played Bama, then LSU, and then someone else in the top 25 recruiter in a row. Much less what you also will have to play a couple weeks later, another week later, and so on. So while it's going to be fun, and I love that we're adding Oklahoma and Texas and their amazing universities and programs, and for our fans and people in the SEC to go to Norman and go to Austin and have them come to your campus is going to be an absolute blast. Um, These two programs have already struggled 
they are going to struggle mightily with the transition into the Southeastern Conference. I think it could be not only a rude awakening, but it could actually be a olive branch to, to teams like State and Ole Miss and Arkansas who could maybe find themselves with not just an easier schedule, but but a schedule that allows you to kind of flirt with what we always talk about, that, that new 12-team playoff. Yes, especially if you pull the right schedule. Yep. Yeah. It's why it's why this release of not knowing whether we're doing one plus seven or one plus eight or three plus spot, whatever it's going to be, not knowing the schedule format is. It's I'm at the point where I need to know. I need to know what state. Yeah, Ole Miss I, I need to know. Are we going one plus seven or three plus six? That way I can complain about the three we get. I like, know. You just can. tell me. <laughs> hey, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Jason Jason Young at Bottrell Agency. And uh, Jason's got 30 years of experience maximizing contractors' bonding capacity, proven history of responding with a sense of urgency and optimism, powered by Jason Young at Bottrell Agency. And he does it all over the Southeast. Dave Bartu coming on, coming up next.